This is Gubs Radio. Gubs Radio. Hi. Hi, everybody. It is Tuesday, March 24th. It is the Knock Em Dead Comedy Radio Show coming at you live from Governor's Comedy Club in Levittown, the legendary Governor's Comedy Club in Levittown, here on GovsRadio.com, the Knock Em Dead Comedy Radio Show. It's just me and Sally here. Hi, Larry. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Ange. Uh, hello, Andrew. Nice to see everybody here. Um, it's a weird day. It's a weird day here today. The studio... Um, the the we unfortunately had to lay the hammer down. The studio is closed. The powers that be have decided that it's best 
to close the studio. So um, the shows won't be coming to you from here. Um, you saw the word last night. Um, Mike, the tech genius that he is, did the show from his kitchen. And he was able to uh, split screen and bring in uh, Graz and his co-host Mike. Uh, excuse me, his co-host Pete and uh, their guests. Um, Sally and I are here uh, because Sally and I, if we're together, so we're infecting each other anyway. So we figure, well, <laughs> screw it. We may as well just That's come in. That's the most romantic thing you've ever said they, to me. <laughs> I'd love to infect you, baby. We just figured, you know, if we're going to affect each other, there's nobody else coming in and out of here. So we figured we, we may as well do it here. Yeah, um, we, we like like yesterday afternoon, we're thinking, all right, well, just there are too many people in and out of here. So we were just going to close it all. And then we're thinking, well, maybe since we, you know, we're we're here practically every day anyway. And if we don't have any guests that will bring any heebie-jeebies in here or or you know other hosts that come from you know from other homes and stuff like we're just thinking like we're gonna try it out like it's not we're not gonna have guests so who knows maybe like I'm kind of thinking maybe we'll just do an hour show you know and we'll take calls and we'll see how everyone is and we'll see how that goes and you know if it's like a if it's a struggle and we don't have things to talk about then we'll call it early and if you know things are going really well you know we'll look at that too but um yeah that's kind of what we were thinking this morning so actually like you know i woke up this morning thinking i'm not coming in here and then you know after we talked for a while we're thinking well it actually kind of happened because i forgot something in the studio so i'm like well i have to go by anyway you just, you just want to do a show <laughs> yeah um but it it does it, it makes sense for at least for us to do it you know nobody else will be in here so we figure we may as well just uh just do it uh, Carla just informed us that she licked everything in the studio. So just... <laughs> yeah, but what do you what do you guys think? Because like yesterday, I mean, a lot of the reasons why we were thinking that we weren't gonna we were gonna close the studios because you know people were you don't want you don't want things to change. You want things to stay and build, and you know we we love being here. We love trying to help the studio and try to you know build it as best we can. And then you know a crisis like this happens, and you don't want change to happen. But then. You know, people that you really respect will ha have written at, you know, written in and said, you know, you guys shouldn't be in the studio. You're, you know, everyone should be staying home. You're not six feet apart. And, you know, they're right. And so we just kind of thought about it, you know, yesterday afternoon into early evening. And we're like, you know what? We can't risk people, you know, because we want to do a radio show. Everyone wants to, their lives to stay exactly the same. And, and it's not, you know. So, like, how do you feel about it if we... Uh, <clears throat> If we're in here, you think we'll be fine or we're just still stupid? Well, but again, there's nobody else coming in here. We're still, we've been wiping, cleaning, and doing all sorts of stuff in here. We're still doing it, even though it's just the two of us. So uh, I personally don't see a problem. But, uh, I mean, you know, and and hopefully the other shows will, will be coming at you through you know through technology from their homes or wherever however they're figuring it out we we are trying we, we've gave them a few suggestions on what they can do uh hopefully they'll they will they'll come through and uh still be able to entertain and that's that's the thing we still want to be able to uh entertain you guys and especially through this tough time it, you know we know it's you know everybody wants to be entertained everybody's sitting home that the uncertainty the 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 
the just the stress of it all, and we, you know, and even on our end, we still want to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, just give a sense of normalcy for everybody. Uh, Joe Staz is watching Govs and the Price is Right. Good morning, Tom Galati. Good morning, Benny. Uh, yeah, Har- uh, Carla, hope you're feeling well. I know Carla was sick. You know, same old hanging home watch. Oh, uh, Danielle Asher. Nice. Everybody's talking to each other. That's good. Zestos is glad to see us on. Thank you, pal. Joey Cola's watching. Hello, Joey. Joey, we talked about your uh, your set on Saturday. We talked about that yesterday here on our show, uh, and we all loved it. Everybody loved it. So we hope you. Uh, you know, again, it's a little weird. It's it's even weird for us. I, I admit, I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm not because I'm afraid of getting sick in here. Because again, we've been wiping it down. With nobody else coming in, I mean, the whole building is shut down. The box office is closed, so there's no guests, no other shows coming at you from the studio. So we figure, why not the two of us? We're going to keep wiping it all down. We're going to infect each other no matter what. So, but, what are you but uncomfortable I, about? But I am. I, I am. I'm, I'm uncomfortable uh, just c- from the weirdness of it all. Just it, it feels weird to be here without anybody else. It feels weird to come into this place. I mean, this is an energetic place, you know, it this place relies on energy and, and having fun and uh, even, and you know, of course that's show times, but even during the day, it, it's exciting to come here because it's a, it's a, it's a known place. It's known for comedy. So you, you just kind of feel something when you're here. Yeah. Um, I think, I think even for like, even the employees, I feel they, you know, people work behind the scenes. I, I think there's just an energy here because, because of what place it is. And it's, it's exciting and fun. And I'm getting a phone call that I can't take. Yeah, I, you're. Um, I I told him I told him after two. Yeah, I mean, you walk down the hallway in this in this place, and there's you know pictures of you know every great comic you can you know think of. It's it's just a fun place to be. And yes, Carla just asked if we can call in, opening the oh, phone lines yeah, right yeah. now. So that's the thing too. We want to. You know, maybe, you know, we can't, we're not going to bring in guests, but maybe we can FaceTime with you. You can call in. We want to talk to you guys. We want to, again, especially during this crazy time, there, there's really not much else to talk about. You know, I mean, we're going to try and talk about other things and have some laughs with you guys, but I, I think there's there's really not much to talk about. It's on everybody's mind. It's, it's on everybody's minds constantly. So call in. Tell us, you know, you want to tell us a joke. You want to sing. You want to just vent about what's going on. Call in. You know, we it's we'd like to be an outlet where hopefully you get entertained a little bit, but hopefully you can just uh, vent and uh, again just have that outlet instead of everybody just you know even just going on Facebook or social media. I think would get old after a while. You're tired of sitting in your chair, at your computer, or on your phone typing. You just want some interaction. So um, <clears throat> so yeah, we're gonna try and talk about other things. By all means, call. The phone lines are open. The numbers on your screen. Um, if you know Sally and I personally, you have our phone numbers already. Give us a call, and we can mirror you up up on there if you if you'd like to do that. Um, so th- uh, there you go. Um, and speaking of phones, I want to tell you about my phone. He's so gay. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say it like that. <laughs> it's the first thing <clears throat> I thought of yesterday. <laughs> so. Everybody carries around their phone and they have their protective case, right? So uh, I needed a new case for my phone. So I went on Amazon. It's, you know, for, it's probably a good month at least that I didn't have a case. I was just. Yeah, and he drops his phone more than any, like, 
more than anyone I've ever known. And he he actually will wait until he's over marble or something. Like it's the craziest <laughs> thing. No, I can't drop it on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then I was just lazy. I mean, you know, we live in Nassau County, New York, where there's a phone store. There's a Seven Eleven on every corner. There's a phone store next to it. You know. But I still just never got my ass into a place to get a case. So finally, I remember to just go on Amazon. I'm just going to go on Amazon and order a case. So they didn't have black. They didn't have a black case. So I didn't even care. I, I barely even looked. I just clicked on wh- whatever. I was like, all right, they don't have black. Who cares? And I just click on whatever color. I, I really wasn't paying attention. So the case came in the mail yesterday. <laughs> and it's this nice shade of purple. Like Donny Osmond. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. He likes purple. Donny Osmond likes purple? Yeah. You don't remember that was his big thing? He always, His favorite color was purple, and he'd have like a blazer, glittery and purple, and purple socks. And You don't remember that? I can't be the only one who remembers that. Donny Osmond, love of purple. That was However, 40 years ago. How do you yeah. All right, so, all right, so here's, here, as Sally said, the gay part. The So, yeah, it's got this purple but then the face of it here <laughs> is all nice and pink <laughs> so i now carry a pink phone but then then if it's then, not to, weird to make, enough yeah to make this worse to make this worse look who also has purple i've had that for like pink. two years so now we are one of those couples <laughs> matching phones tomorrow we'll be in here with matching clothes and yeah i will shave and get a wig so we're matching hair and or I'll just stop shaving. If I keep gaining weight from sitting home all the time, I will have matching boobies. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I know. I know yesterday, I it was like early evening, I went to go get my charger out of the kitchen. Couldn't remember why I went to the kitchen and then had a donut. <laughs> 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 I, just, I was like, what? <clears throat> fuck's sake. <laughs> We're going to gain like 20 pounds. Andy Plagenos, this is not a porn. We're not going to infect each other on camera. Although it's not a bad idea. Tim Siliani is watching. Hello, Michelle. Totally agree, says Ange. Thanks. We're all in this together, and two, and this too shall pass. Everyone remember that, says Tom Galati. Uh, Tom Galati of Cruising the Pike, Cars and Comedy with Tom Galati uh, here on Govs Radio. Tom, are you are you doing the show at all from the Parkway? <laughs> or you should cruise the Pike. You should cruise the Pike. That's the name of your show. You should cruise the Pike. And just talk about your car. I'm really like struggling because like every time you mention someone, I'm just always inclined <clears throat> to be like, hey, come on the show. Like you mentioned Joey Cole and I'm like, right. hey, get, uh, you can't do that. Oh, t- uh, right. uh, you know, and, that, and that is that's a weird it, it does. It feels weird to be here without because yeah. we especially especially since all this crap started. We were you know, we were the ones pushing. No, we're we're OK. So come on in. Let's sit together. But now you know we can't even do that, so it's it's weird. I'm um, but even before this started, I would tell so many people because I I really we've really made some good friends here. Most of the people we've met here become good friends, so it, it you know I, we've told so many people open door, you uh, open invite, come on in anytime. So it's weird to yeah. not have that now. Yeah, but you know it's I guess <clears throat> it's getting really serious. So you deserve to infect each other, says Andrew. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> Zesto, see Donnie in his purple suit. He was purple before there was Prince. See, who said that? 
uh, Zestos said Thank that. Thank you, Zestos. <clears throat> yeah, you guys have some memory. Hey, Carlo Russo, comedian. Hello, great to see you guys. You too, pal. You too. It was always part of the show. Like, you know, he's a little bit rock and roll. She's a little bit country. And, like, I think it was even, like, you know, part of their song and stuff. Jeff Bosey says hello. Yes, that was. Carlos says us. Whoops. See that? I dropped my phone. Is that your phone? (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. But it wouldn't be good enough for him just to drop his phone. He's got to aim for the metal leg of the chair. Like, that's how it has to go. But that's. So, so Carla says, yeah, that us with the matching phones is even grosser than us infecting each other on camera. <laughs> uh, and then Andrew says, don't cut your leg off, you know, <laughs> if we're trying to match everything. If yeah, she took, no. cut her leg off, I would steal it and sew it on. I'd be very uneven. I'd have to cut some of my left leg off so that I could <laughs> stand evenly. You're so weird. See, this is what happens when we have no guests. This is all we have to talk well, about. Well, it's winter time, so I haven't shaved <clears> my legs. It would actually just fit right into your other one. True confession, says Kent Bichel. I do remember Chrissy McNichol of my youth. I get Sally's Donny Osmond thing. Yeah, Chrissy McNichol was cool. Yeah, she was cool. Carla says she'll be right there. Come on in. Let's infect <laughs> each other. Wow, it's like a threesome. We can infect each other. Uh, yeah, she's got the heebie-jeebies, though, right? <clears throat> Not in my book. Yeah, I mean, everyone, like, everyone, either, they either have, like, I wonder how many people actually have the... The virus, as opposed to just this, like, you know, awful flu season. People have been sick, colds, <coughs> pneumonia, tons of stuff. And I'm wondering, like, I, was, I actually asked Tony yesterday, I'm like, is it just in our head that everyone is sick? Like, like last year, did we say to ourselves, oh, you know, all everyone's sick, sick, sick? Or did we just, like, call it winter? You know, like, did we? Yeah, every time you cough, you're like, uh-oh, here comes a call. You're live in the Knock'em Dead comedy radio show. Who's this? Hello. No, they hung up. Oh, they hung up. Yeah. Oh, okay. But um, but they were listening to our show, so it wasn't like a. <clears throat> All right. Well, call. Uh, yeah, I don't know what back. happened, but call back if you want. Um, you better not go in, says Danielle to Carla. Uh, Jeff is passing by the club now, but to go to a job. All right, let's wave to Jeff. Hi, Jeff Bosey. Yeah, and I feel bad because, like, you know, like what a week and a half <clears throat> ago, you you came up. Th- this brilliant idea to, you know, help. You did. It was a really good idea to help um, comics who, you know, their shows were canceled to come in here and still promote themselves and, you know, still keep them fresh. And everyone thought it was just a great, great idea. And then we lined up all these people like, you know, Jeff Bosey and Rich Rader were supposed to start their show tonight. You know, they're right. like, it's Richie it's Byrne. sad. Richie Byrne was supposed to be in here today with us. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, and it is sad. Yeah, I was looking forward to Rada and, and Bosey doing their thing tonight. They're very funny together. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Tony talking about Sally's cut-off leg sounds like Elton John's your song. <laughs> Are we bickering? No, we're not bickering. Oh, that's not bickering. Um, so Kenny's asking where Eric is. Danielle says chick chat, chick chat tomorrow. Are you guys still doing it? You See, know. I'm gonna say no because then it's like two extra people in here. Unless they're doing the, unless they're doing technology, doing a split screen or something. No, yeah, they, no, they can't they do, do it, it in here. Home. Yeah, they have to do it they from home. They can't do it in here. The, the studio, the studio is closed, unfortunately. But we we came in because we can only, you know, we're infecting each other anyway at home. So you and know, we're here I'm at all the time, the time. You know, so. Um, yeah, but since we're the only ones that are here and the only ones that are coming in and out, we're we just 
chose to come in here and do it. But um, <laughs> in and out, <clears throat> come here and do it. <laughs> um, yes, Joey Cola is asking if he can call. Absolutely, you can. There he is. There he is now. You totally rocked it on Saturday night, my friend. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hello. Hey, welcome to the show, Joey. Thanks for calling hey, in. Hey, guys, am I on? You yeah, are on. Can you hear us? Yeah. Tony was just uh, saying how great you were on Saturday night. Oh, thanks. Thank you. I, I literally set up my whole living room into a comedy club. Yep. I got uh, headlights and sound and, uh, you know, the whole thing, man. And then, uh, then I made my couch the green room. And then forgot how to shut the thing off. Yeah, I was just I was just gonna make fun of you because that's that was I laughed so hard. Your beautiful wife sits down next to you and and you're just like chatting and then and then she says, So uh so is it off? And you're like, Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. My you should have heard the, the the house phone rang and my kids were chiming in on my wife's phone. It's not off, it's not off, it's not off. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. But I wanted it was to um, cute. you know, cause every Everybody's just doing like a thing where they hold the camera up to their own face, <clears throat> and like they're gonna like, like we're having a gathering, or they're doing those Zoom things. Right. But I wanted to, I wanted to um, bring a real. Com- I wanted to do exactly what I would be doing on Saturday night at a comedy club. Uh, just do it on the phone, you know. And if I uh, if I had to put a laugh track in, I put a laugh track in because that's how you get from A to B in your act. You right. Know? Yeah, which I thought so, was great. Uh, it was it was cool to hear the laugh track and just um. It was almost like the ambiance of being in a club, hearing that uh, that little yeah, bit of noise in the I background. Yeah, that was cool. I had these um, I had these big heavy hot lights that I used years ago in my backyard for working at night. Like we were doing some cement work and digging some holes and stuff, right. and I didn't want to stop at night. Bearing some so body. I went to Home Depot and bought these big lights, and they get really hot, but yeah. they're really really bright. So I figured, let me plug that in. So my my living room became a sauna, also. And then so you it was put a like really hot and stuff. And, and my wife was like, "I want you to throw these things away, and get rid of them." I'm like, nope. Look, this is now we now we got a comedy club. We got the lighting. That's right. See, there's there's a, a reason for everything that you saved all that stuff. Yes, there is. <laughs> Today I'm just posting on Facebook all like music that I like, soothing songs, and just to calm people down. I'm getting a lot of private messages of people saying. Hey, put, put up some music that you like, just calming music. So I'm just putting up some feel-good, soothing music today. A little bit of blues. Give give us some examples. Like, name yeah, name name two songs that you've that you've posted. Uh, Rainbow Connection by Kermit. <laughs> and, um, it yeah, is calming. I love and that song. Gary Moore. Gary Moore still got the blues for you. Oh, what a great put song! Put a little Van Morrison. Uh, Tired Joey Boy. It's a great song. Yep. Um, I put uh, Cats in the Cradle up, of course. Because now people are home with their kids. Right. Um, they see it as a burden. This this is a gift. This is a, I see it as a gift. Because remember years ago, let's go 100, 100 years ago, uh, you know, when, when you kid, people grew up in tenements and stuff like our grandparents in the right. city, right. railroad apartments, not only did you have your immediate family there, but chances are, like my grandmother owned a rail. Uh, apartment house in, uh, in Queens and my other grandmother owned one in Brooklyn <clears throat> and they were like railroad apartments and all, all these apartments four of them in a the building that was across the hall was your aunt and uncle and uh and their kids and you know and 
<clears throat> cousins, and everybody lived in the same house, and the stray uncle lived in a bed in the back. He was sick. Yeah, he didn't know what always, he had. There's always some uncle in the back of, I know, even there's mean, always like, an my, uncle. my nanny yeah. had the same thing, uh, you know, in the city. Like, there was always, like, the weird uncle in the back. And I, I thought it yeah. was just an Irish thing, because it seems like every Irish home has that. <laughs> yeah, no, the Italians <laughs> had it, too. Or, you know, we had a, we had Aunt Peggy, who had a um, she had some kind of disease, uh, you know, the the same disease that Michael J. Fox has. Um, Parkinson's. It's Parkinson's. Yeah, she had Parkinson's, and as a little kid, I remember being scared of her, you know. And she lived in the house. So, like everybody lived, it was very communal. Yeah. You know, so because um, her you know, hand and, was and, shaking, and, uh, you probably thought she was winding up to hit you or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything was shaking, and she was wasn't in that good of shape, and. But my mother and father bring. Let's go see Aunt Peggy. And where is she? She's over here and down the hall and down these three steps. Make a left, flip a switch, and there's Aunt Peggy. Yeah. You know. But we'd go see her and stuff. And as I got older, I realized I, you know, I started feeling bad for her. You know, little kids see see those things as like foreign, and you're afraid, which is what adults are doing now. We're seeing what we're seeing now is foreign, and we're afraid. Both of us. But that's but, but that's um, the thing. So you, you mentioned it being a gift. Which I totally agree. Spend the time with your with your kids. Spend the time with your family. Enjoy the time at home. However, I, I do think people can do that, but there's that stress of two things, not knowing how long this is going, there's, and then there's also yeah. the financial worry. We talked about that right. a little bit yesterday. If there is a way yeah. to put a freeze on mortgage payment, on rent, <laughs> and on ca- yeah. credit card uh, payments, then I, then I think people could relax and enjoy the time at home more and just see it as a break. I don't see a way where they're not going to be able to do that. Uh, agree. I mean, I've agreed. already I've already blown back my. You know, I owe my. I'm paying for my son's college, which is actually was more than my house when I bought it. Yeah. And I already called um, them. It's a federal loan, you know. And um, I already called them and blew it back three months and knocked the payment, knocked seventy five dollars off the payment. Wow. And they were like, "You well, you could have did this at any time." I'm like, "Really?" I <laughs> said, "Yeah, you could. You even have more months." That you could blow this back. You have you have like eleven more months. You could blow this back if you want. Wow. Um, we'd like to keep it in three month increments right now if we could. So I said, sure, I'll take it, and we'll re- if we have to, we we'll revisit it then. Sure. But <coughs> well, um, I, you know, you, that's if, a, that's a, just this one. That's just one thing. You, right. I mean, everybody's going to have to play ball here, or else when the smoke clears, um, the consumer is going to remember who played ball with them and who didn't exactly yes i mean that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna rem- i'm gonna totally remember which companies helped me out when this was going on or helped other people out when this was going on and who didn't and if you didn't bring it by yep absolutely right, right. yeah simple but- as that and then last night we had we had an ins- my wife and i are so tired she's walking a dog now but we um we had an insane situation last night we both didn't get too much sleep so we uh, we 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 ate we ate a lot. We we come, starting to clean up this basement. My basement's full of crap, so we spent all day. And there's no windows, so we got down there. I guess eleven thirty, and yeah. by the time either of us looked at a, a watch, it was like quarter to six. Oh wow! Like we're down here five hours already. Like I'm going through, um, you know, like Rosie O'Donnell scripts and letters that people wrote me that I haven't seen, and um, like all like memorabilia, like signed stuff and autographs and then pictures my kids made when they were three and uh, you know I, I i'm not a hoarder but i saved a lot of stuff like sentimental stuff letters my grandparents gave me and stuff sure so okay. we went through these bins and i was like oh my god we did it for six hours so we were kind of exhausted moving stuff and 
so um, last night we went to bed, I guess at 10.30, 10, 10.30 like that, watch a little Me TV, Hogan's Heroes and Green Acres, whatever's on. And we just doze off like every other night. Nice. So last night, my wife wakes me up at like a quarter to 12, and sh- she's like, uh, do you hear a buzzing? I said, nah, I was like out of it. And I lifted my head. Of course, there was a loud, high-pitched noise. We're running around the house, and we think it's the ADT alarm, and then we got the, the front alarm. We got all these alarms everywhere. We got smoke alarms, and then I got carbon dioxide alarms. Oh, boy. But these things go off when the battery is low. Right. Yeah. Doesn't it just beep, and though? Like, just like a beep? No. No, this no. thing was constant. Yeah. So we couldn't find where it was. So I right away take out a, a metal wire snipper, and I'm snipping snipping wires on <laughs> speakers and wires on... And we still, <laughs> no matter what I'm snipping, it's not stopping. I threw all the, the circuit breakers, threw everything. It turned out to be a carbon dioxide uh, thing, alarm, that was plugged in upstairs in the attic between my kids' room and it was just going off because the battery was low. Jeez. Or and and then and then or or some or cat hit it or whatever, and it fell halfway out of the of the the outlet or whatever. But we couldn't find it because besides the one fireplace, I got I got a little electric fireplace that it's like a heater. We're able to move around the house. Right. We put that in front of where this thing was, oh, no. and when oh, the sound no. that this thing was giving off was bouncing off the back of the electric heater oh and goodness. coming up over the top of the roof <laughs> where it actually sounded like my wife's like it's behind the wall we got to bust the sheetrock through i go what could be behind the wall <laughs> right how could somebody put an alarm behind the wall yeah and, and, and like and go get the hammer go get the hammer we're gonna bust through the we're gonna bust through the sheetrock i go we ain't busted nothing yet <laughs> we gotta, we gotta find this thing it's so there midnight. i am downstairs and then in the process of, of Shut and we thought it was ADT. So we call ADT, and of course, you get a woman from the South. She's from like Tennessee. How y'all doing? And we're <laughs> like, We're not doing good, lady. You got to help us shut this thing off. Don't you hear it? Not, you're not coming through our system. It has nothing to do with us. Lady, it does have to do with you. So now we're in an argument with this woman last night. <laughs> And now you got to send her flowers. Her fault at all. Right. And then, and then her like, like getting off the air was, uh, bless your soul, <laughs> bless your heart, bless your, bless like, your heart. Bless. What do they say yeah. in the South? That's yeah, pretty much like heart. New York. F yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, bless your heart. Good for you. So how Good long? How you. long did it take before when you first heard it to when you eventually we found out? We went back out? to bed, but we were all awake. My heart was pounding. I'm like sorry. this car, this thing is going to stop us from dying of carbon monoxide poisoning. Is going to kill me of a heart attack. Right. So we went back to bed at a quarter to two. We were up. Quarter to two. The thing was going loud. Like the whole house was loud. And even I even went outside in the backyard and I could hear it from the outside. My neighbors really couldn't hear it, but I could hear it. Right. Till um till like one thirty. Till like one thirty in the morning. And um then of course we're up, well let's have ice cream. So <laughs> that you know, one thing leads we're to the other. We're all gonna be a thousand pounds by the time this is over. I'm, I'm telling, telling you that right you, now. I'm t- I've been trying I don't, to get I don't know if you heard milk. earlier, like yesterday I, I went to the kitchen to get my charger. I couldn't remember why I went in the kitchen and had a donut. Like <laughs> <laughs> like this is going to be like the longest few months. Anyway, keep going. Well, now everything we're eating is like is this going to be my last donut? Is this going <laughs> to be the last? Well, I, Dunkin' you know, Donuts close on me. I got a I got a Hagen Dazs chocolate a pint. Is this going to be the last pint of you know? But I mean, we know it's not going to be. I mean, but but it's just like you're thinking that way. You're thinking a little bit Armageddon like. Yeah. Right, so yeah. um. So anyway, this thing. So my wife moves the the heater thing. She goes, it's this thing. 
So we just we just hit the button and plugged it back in, right? <clears throat> and then we watched TV for a little while, had some ice cream, and then then it just starts chirping. Oh, that's so now, sometimes that's I go, even worse. I go from Chirp zero to a million. Crazy. In a I go, give me that friggin' thing. <laughs> I take it. I was going to smash it with a hammer. <laughs> Um, but instead, I just unplugged it, took the battery out, took everything apart. That's it. But in the meantime, when I went around snipping all the wires, we unplugged the, the, the alarm system, and and I, I destroyed some stuff trying to find this thing. So now we're back on the phone with them today, hooking everything back up. Yeah. I mean, everything's pretty much hooked back up now. But in the middle of the night last night, all hell broke loose. Jeez. Yeah, what a night. So, but you know, but craziness. You, but you ended up with ice cream, which makes makes it all worth it. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's, That's how I exactly see it. Right. You should have gotten ice and cream just from doing the basement. My um, my cousin, my cousin had the coronavirus oh. for fourteen days. 61, 61 year old Italian guy. He had it. He had the fever and all the symptoms, and he it laid him out like he was on the couch and in bed sure. straight for like six, seven days. Yeah. But um, yesterday was the second full day without fever. Great. And um, he feels 100% better, so he's on the other end of it. So. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we spoke uh, last Thursday. We had um, a, a, an old friend of mine call in who actually, um, it looks like he did have it, but he was laid up for about five days. He's, I believe, around 61 also. Um, he was laid up for about five, six days feeling, aw- he said it was awful. Um, but yeah, yeah, but he did about five or six days and uh, and now he said he's just about a hundred percent. Well, they're saying that like 80% of the people that get it, or it's going to be mild. It's just that, you know, yeah. the other 20, you know, some of those are going to die and some of those are going to be severe. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I have and a, his, my cousin's wife didn't get it at all. And she was with him like literally sleeping next to him the whole time. Yeah. And yeah. she had no trace of it at all. Yet he had, he went and got tested at Jones beach and, right, um, yeah. He had to go to a website and this and that and figure it out down go to a link and call up the, the state and, right. and um he must he, have uh, freaked out he had, that he had full it. blown and she had nothing yeah we I have a, well, I have a I have a friend of mine whose whose mother she's I believe in she, late eighties but I believe early nineties actually and um she she's actually uh, uh if um, I haven't heard today but uh, as of last night uh, told that the mom was going to go at any, at any at any moment. Uh, yeah. fr- from Corona, um, and it's yeah. and it stinks because I guess because there's so many cases of it, they the hospital wouldn't let the family come in to say goodbye. They told they told everybody to no. call, which yeah. is yeah, yeah. Which, which is just horrible. So of course you feel bad for <sighs> people like you know in those situations, but but it is still percentage wise a, a low amount. It's really just a bad yeah. sickness that most people are just getting through, yeah. you know, in in a week or two, and then the, you know, luckily okay. Uh, which is yeah, my cousin's uh, friend that he got it from yeah uh, has it, and his his that guy's father died. He was like ninety ninety six ninety eight. He was right. in Queens. He died over a week ago. Mm. Um, you know, as you were just saying, <clears throat> as you were just saying that this morning, my one of my good friends' uh, daughters, uh, the girl who used to babysit my kids, had a baby. So oh, and nice. another friend of mine had a baby yesterday. Oh, very so nice. So there's people leaving and there's people coming in. But there you go. Uh, it is, I mean, Corona. <clears throat> I mean, I know you both, you guys, for a long time, and we, you know, we've talked about this at length. I live my life this way anyway. Whether it's Corona, leukemia, a bus, a bullet, a heart attack, right. something's coming at all of us. So that's why we have to get our heart together and our and our mind together, right? And right. our soul together because everything here is temporary. We're all, like I say, we're only here for a half hour. Right. Whether you get nine years or 90 years, you're here for a half hour. 
Yeah. And there's something beyond, I believe, there's something beyond this, way beyond it. Um, this is this all is not a coincidence. You know, you look around, it can't be this. It's got to be a lot more than this. <laughs> and you go back to uh, the Big Bang Theory and, um, you know, there was everything was, if you want to go to science and how everything was created, well, you know, because this big ball exploded and that's where the planets came from. Well, who created the ball that exploded? You know what I mean? So, right. and we can't even explain the sun. I mean, you know, you can go into as much science as you want, but why is why are all the planets and the sun and everything kind of round? And why hasn't the gas that's burning on the sun so hot? Why hasn't that burned out yet? You know, Sally you know, says why, those same exact things to me. Why are you so round and what's with your gas? She says the same <laughs> things to me all the time. And, and all I thought of was like, like boobies. <laughs> Yeah. Poor Joey's go. having this like like fantastic <laughs> conversation with a bunch of idiots. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I love no, you guys. I know what you anyway, mean, Joey. You can't explain that stuff. So there's something. To be, I think <laughs> if the Earth moves to the left an inch, we 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 freeze. If it moves to the right an inch, we burn up. Yeah. I mean, how could that all be coincidence? So that's why you gotta you gotta delve into whatever can get you to the next level of enlightenment to think that there's so much more beyond this because. This is a slap in the face telling us, guys, you got to get your, your stuff together here. Yes, you gotta not only And not only for the planet, for humanity, but personally look inward. Look inward and, and protect your soul. Because you, you're going to, when, when this is over, and it's over in the twinkling of an eye, of an eye and in the, like a thief in the night, it's going to come. Whether it's the end of times and your deity, whatever it's Christ or whatever, comes back. Right. Or when you die, you don't know the, the exact second or moment. So something's happening, you're going to cross over. Are you going to make a right or are you going to make a left? And how much time are you going to invest in trying to make the, the right decision to where you go? And and are you going to have grace bestowed upon you for making certain decisions here? It's not just walking an old lady across the street in traffic. You have to, it goes way beyond that. It's so much deeper than that. You got to go to a whole other level of belief and change your system. And I've done that. I think I've done that years ago. I'm no saint and I commit sin every day, but I, I try to give over and live my life to that as much as possible. It's all about service, which I know you guys do too. And when yeah, I give, I um, when it gives service to each other, then I know you get it back and at least you, you, you feel good about trying to be on the right track at least, you know? So that's why. I knew everybody Saturday night, you know, it's, I know people were thinking, and I had a lot of conversations with people and private messaging people about here it is Saturday night. We got nothing to do. And comedians here it is Saturday night, instead of being on the turnpike or, you know, on the parkway or on the, you know, throughway going to a gig here, I am sitting on my couch. So I right. figured, you know what, I'm just going to bring a, a live comedy club to them. And, I, and luckily it made a lot of people laugh and made some people happy because there was watch parties. People were setting up the, um, they set it up in the back. A friend of mine, my friend Tara, who is a producer at Rachel, her and her husband live out in Mattituck. They set like um, an outdoor movie screen up in their backyard. They had dinner on the on the on the you know the patio furniture, and they hooked it up to that screen and they watched me on a big screen in their backyard. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, well, people were having drinks. Yeah, we could all do. You food. could do that anytime. Yeah, well, I do think the word for that might be stalker, but uh, but no, I, I think that's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> No, that, that's really cool. And that's one positive of all this, too. At least it's springtime. At least we have nice weather coming this week, if not next week. You know, so at least there's 
you can enjoy the nice weather, and, and at least that gives you a little. I think that gives us a little bit of sanity. We can go outside. Yeah. We can hook up a TV or have a catch or you know whatever it is. Yeah. Walk the dog. Uh, yeah. I do think that's a little bit of a relief. Yeah, for I think too. I think you're right. I think we like it's it's a good time to slow things down. You know, clean your basement out like Joey did. <laughs> you know, like really get things done that you haven't been able to get done for a while. I think it's just. Yeah. That, I think people just have the anxiety of uh, you know if they had a crisp crystal ball that said end of april things will start getting better like i think people would relax like you know when you've well like i've known people that have um they've lost you know in the in the past they've like lost a major job and they're obviously going to get another great job again but for three yeah. months you can't relax and enjoy your three months because you're so worried you're never going to get a job again and then the and, second and you get your job lesson. Yeah, you're like, wow, I should have like gone on vacation or something. Yeah, well, that's a lesson learned in saving your your, your pennies. You know right, what I mean? Like, sure. I've always been very conservative with my money and and investing it and holding it and and, and um putting it in places when I invest it that I know is not I'm not going to really lose it. You know, and uh, I know especially being a comic, you know, I I started doing comedy in eighty eighty one where. Where when it was when comedy was thriving and we were making like a lot of money, a lot of comics were putting it up their nose and smoking and drinking and just partying up. And I was like, no, I want to be a good husband, a good father. Right. And to do that, I can't be doing that stuff. And you really can't do that on stage anyway. Like I've I've never been drunk on stage. I mean, I'll have a drink when I'm doing it in my living room. I'll have a drink next to me, you know. <laughs> and after the show, I'll have a drink with some friends and stuff. But. You can't. You really can't be high or drunk and, and do stand-up no. comedy. And I, stuff, I wouldn't think you know? you'd be able to. I mean, some people, you know, I think they do. They don't do stand-up unless they are. But I, I can't imagine how that would work. But just the, the yeah, I but, a lot of people. Uh, well, the did. life and the life itself, because it's a life of entertainment where there's no guarantees, there's no job security ever. Forget right. you know, forget about what's going on right now ever. So it uh, it was a good move to. I mean, of course, yeah. you want to have some fun, but... Uh... And the actors are even worse. That's why I'm glad Rosie did that thing the other night. She raised a half a million dollars because um, the actors, you know, at least I could do stand-up. I could set up a mic and a light in the back room of a pizzeria somewhere. God forbid, yeah, right, you know, things right. get really bad. But, um, you know, and I have actually done that. But when you're when you're an actor, you can't, like, it's hard to, like, get a script and do, you know... Do Othello at at uh, you know at the back right. of the back of a pizzeria, right? Sure. You know, <laughs> and and all the people besides the actors, like you know the people that work in the lighting department, and you know like all these people, yeah. it's just yep. devastating. Well, I, I all right, yeah. so I have a thought here though. You, you talk about cleaning your basement out and finding all this memorabilia and scripts and stuff. Yeah. I think yeah, w- while we're home, and I personally would would love this. Why not uh, say maybe whether it's daily, weekly, what, whatever you want, but why not grab one item? Do a 15-minute video, post it on Facebook. Here's a script from Rosie. Let me tell you about and talk about the talk about all the the the, the thing that you're showing, yeah. or talk about a show. show well, share got, some of your I memories in showbiz. I'd love to do that, Tony. What, what I'm doing, what I'm doing is this: my basement. When I was a kid, when I, when my kids were little, I mean, um, my basement. I fixed up the basement. I bought my wife's grandparents' house. It's a cape, you know. Mm-hmm. We fixed up the basement to where it was a giant playroom. We, you know, carpeted and everything, and had lights put in, and and uh, a TV was down there. So it became like a giant playroom for my kids, and it was great. Kevin James actually played Santa Claus for my kids one year yeah, down there. That's, that's cool. great. And um, it was great. It was great. Dan Wilson did it one year, and um, just a little fun room. And then I converted it into my office slash playroom. 
put a fish tank in the wall and everything, and then, nice. uh, that's long gone. We sealed up the wall. It sealed up a couple of doors, and that was That's what's behind with the wall. It was a fish knocking. Get me out of here. It's the, yeah, it's the soul it was. of your dead fish. <laughs> so, so, um, so now we, we, we use it as a storage place, and now everything that my kids ever had, because they're you know, grown up now, and everything that other relatives had, and we, we just said, oh, yeah, bring it over here, put it in a bin, we'll just store it over here. So now it got all piled up. Yeah. Right. So, right. like, literally to where, I mean, you could walk through it. You can. There's, there's paths to walk through it. But I set up a couple folding tables where stuff are on tables now. And in the middle of that, I got my treadmill. So, um, that's my excuse. I can't get through the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> I, that folding chair is just blocking me from the treadmill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, look, a vase. I'm not getting around this today. <laughs> I'll have so, to lose uh, ten pounds to get around that vase. <laughs> exactly. So I, uh, so they just it's going to take a while. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to uh, I got like decoupage and these big frames from Michaels. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to take pictures and uh, letters and all these things, and I'm going to make the walls and the, the everything in the basement like an homage, like a museum to my family and a career and everything. So now when people come down there, they're going to be like, oh, look at that. that that's from that. And that's a sign. Garth Brooks signed a, a cowboy hat for me. And right. and he's a Yogi Berra thing. And whatever whatever I got, you know what I mean? I'm just going to put sure. there. But it's also going to be decoupage, full full giant frame decoupages of, uh, you know, grandparents, parents, uh, parties that we had, uh you know, really interesting stuff, and and uh, it's gonna you know honor honor my family and my wife's family, um, and then and then uh, also if I become a grandfather ever. Yeah, I don't want to bring that up, but I was like, you should probably like clear the way because you'll be having grandbabies one day, you know. Yeah, well then and then uh, yeah, so I have to uh, and I have to, you know tear the carpet up and put a new floor in and the whole thing and right. And then I got the ongoing, you know, spider cricket battle down there, which I've I've kind of won. I, I did it with glue traps, and I took that, you know, that great stuff, the stuff you spray and it foams out and it gets hard. Yes, mm-hmm. it's called great stuff, you know. Right. Yeah. I've been using that <clears throat> to to plug up some holes from the outside in on the basement, and uh, that's been working. So nice. That between that and glue traps. Um, and I put, uh, actually took mothballs and I put them underneath my front porch where I thought they were coming in and the front, uh, with the mothballs actually reject, you know, all the spider crickets and whatever possums or cats are underneath my, my front porch where if they, they, they fight each other with urine, you know, so I, they, one pees here and then the other one smells it and the other one pees and yeah, well, you know, like the front of my house board. smells like piss, yeah. Yeah, wow, so I no idea. that's actually a great idea. Picture. I have um, I I, I think I I have raccoons <laughs> on top of my roof. So Sally's gonna oh, go boy. over yeah. roof and pee. Yeah, so, raccoons are a whole other thing, Sally. I know. It's I don't know whole, what to do. A Maybe whole I should. Level because should I call they're much people? more intelligent, and much bigger. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't even know um because they're not inside the house. Like we don't have an attic or anything. But um, but the other day it was raining really hard and um rain was coming through like like a section of the dining room so i wanted to see what is it like weather stripping that might be need to be replaced is that what we were saying yeah possibly so but i went on top of the roof to like check it out like what was going on like at first i thought maybe a uh you know leaves were blocking where the water you know shoots down Wait, you went up there yeah i'm i'm like with that. a ladder no i just 
I just fling myself out a window and jump on the roof. <laughs> oh my god! She's a ninja. Yeah, I, I used to. I used to be. I used to be a sentence every day. I used to be a rock climber. Like I used to live in Colorado and you know like hang off right. mountainsides and stuff. So like height height doesn't bother me. So I just probably because I don't have any. <laughs> but um, but so I <laughs> went too. up there to see if there was like leaves blocking something and it wasn't. And then I looked at this one section of the roof and there's like two or three piles of like. Big poo. I'm like, what the, what the what? Yeah, that's so, a that's so, a raccoon. That yeah, maybe, so I because it was big. It wasn't like squirrel poo. So I took pictures yeah. of it and then I went online and I'm like, what poo are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I so I'm pretty sure it's raccoon. So I don't know whether they just had a party up there one day and aren't there all the time. Or it's or... Winnie. Maybe it's Winnie the Poo. <laughs> any empty uh, honey, any honey jars up there? A couple of honey pots. <laughs> Yeah. Would you just put mothballs up on top of the roof? I don't. Or I don't know I if, you could, s- if you if you could use that to repel raccoons, but um, I should probably mothballs call a guy. are a good repellent, you know. So I know that, but you have to Google that. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know if you <laughs> spray something or put the mothballs there or put them like in a little dish near where you know that they are. Yeah. But um, uh, that's uh, that's what I did, you know. That's what I did, and it kind of repels everything. All right. Well, here, so. here's the most important part of this whole conversation: Corona, non-Corona, a- anything. This is the most important part right here. Um, uh, a little over a week ago, uh, guess who killed it at the brokerage? Ah, I, I wanted to ask you, man. <laughs> that was that last Sunday night, he huh? Did. I made history. I have you know, I am the last person to perform at the brokerage. Because I, I was ah. the headline. I went on last. Yeah, so. I wanted to talk to you about that <laughs> next because um, <laughs> how uh, tell me, uh, was it a full house? Was it easy to have any people? It uh, was not a full house because of the whole corona thing. And, yeah, of yeah, course. So that, yeah. And that's... Uh, why uh, the that's why there were no other performances since because they you know Trucin canceled the rest of the right the classes right. performances and the clubs have shut down the you know yeah. at, at the time it was you know fifty or more were not even allowed so yeah so they right. um but uh, but how did it go did you you did your act A to B to C to D and yep. uh, I, did you get the laughs where you wanted them and everything I got the laughs where I wanted them and I uh, Joey I'll be honest with you I there was a time about halfway through the class. Where I thought, you know what? I, I think I don't think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna quit this class. I don't think I can do this. Um, I stuck it through. John Trusen was a huge help, and um, and and, for, and yeah, absolutely. And then for, and for me personally, I just knew after a while I needed I need an audience standing up there in class. I mean, there were times I was always one of the first ones there. I'm I'm always early with stuff. I'd rather be early, super early, yeah. and bored than late. Uh, that's just yep, who I am. Yep. So so yeah, I, would I know get, that about you. Yeah. So I would get there. So there'd be two other people there. So so John would, you know, I'd, I'd always be one of the few first people up in class. So I'm performing for three people. And, you, you know, you're not getting a, a read. You're not getting a vibe, you know. So yeah. I just knew after a while, I just I need, you know, from doing the murder mysteries and, and game shows for 25 years, I knew I just needed an audience. So once, it was weird, waiting to go on when I knew I was next. I did go, I did have that moment where I was like, holy shit, I forgot everything. I forgot everything. And I'm just standing there completely just, just stoned. Well, I, I not, was just, not when you went on stage. When you were no, just no, no. standing. And as like, I'm waiting to yeah, go on, yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was next, I was just waiting, right. and I felt it. I was like, "Holy crap! I can't remember a single thing." And I'm just standing there. I'm I'm just staring at the guy going on, I'm not looking around, and I'm not doing anything. Just standing there like a mannequin, and in my head, just trying to run through it all. 
And then I couldn't get through the first three sentences, and I couldn't get past that. I'm like, shit, I still don't own my act. I totally lost it. When I got yeah. to, finally got to the fourth and fifth sentence, then I was like, okay, I'm good. I got this. Went up there, yeah. nervous as can be, but then again, I ha- once I had an audience up there, I was I f- I was okay, and it took me it took me maybe two minutes of being up there. There was a guy right in the front, and uh, I told the first joke. All I did was tell the very first joke. I got the punchline out. I looked down. This guy is at my feet, and he's texting on his phone. So I start yelling at him. I go, "I'm the last guy. You can't wait five more minutes. Get off your freaking phone." And that yeah. was it. Then I felt co- after yelling at this poor bastard, I was completely in the zone at that point. You didn't and I yell rocked. at him. You, it was nice. Well, and it cute was playfully and, yelling and at him. And he yeah. laughed. Yeah, yes. you, you did it perfect. Well, it, and, and yeah, you, I, I, I ignore that now. I, it happens. At my shows, even uh, you know, I tell my Rachel, we tell him to shut him off completely, or we take him. Right. But whenever I have anybody with a phone out now. I just ignore it completely. I addressed it for a while. I got mad and I addressed it. Now I just go, you know what? It's inevitable. It's going to happen. I'm not going to take the show away from this person because this person's got a phone out. No, but that was so the thing. So now I just ignore it and keep on going. I move. I don't even look at him. But that's the thing. I mean, I playfully yelled at him and he laughed and the crowd applauded. It was the best thing that could have happened, you know, because it totally having, because it, it kind of put me in that yeah. zone of interaction, which is what I've been doing all these years. So I was yeah. so that that made me feel good. So I was thrilled well, that this guy did it. Too, that, right, making that connection. Right, and, and you weren't even great. you weren't even mad. You just no, you just joking. saw it as like yeah. a uh, you just seized the moment because yeah. you thought you, it would you be funny. The, and yeah, it was. You kept it lighthearted. Because he'll yeah, do that exactly. in shows. Like like moment, yeah. like someone's phone will ring and he'll walk over and he'll yeah. be like, "Can I answer it?" <laughs> and he'll like talk to the yeah, person in the middle of the audience. You know, so he just he just saw it as like an opportunity and it worked. You know. I'll, um, yeah. yeah, and I'll, I'll put you on the spot. I'll send you, I'll send you the video if you if you if you'd like to see. Yeah. It. I, I don't want to be one of those people. Look at my video. No, but, no, I, I'd love to watch it. I'd love right. to watch it, man. And getting back to that other those seconds before you go on stage, always. Um, what, what helps me is I run the first three lines I'm going to say in my head before I go up on stage. You do. Sometimes I run the whole the whole uh, three or four minute. You know, if it's a three or four minute bit. No I say to myself, where am I going to go here? Am I going to start with weather, my kids, my family, or me being fat? Yeah, like bullet You know, a couple points. different on-ramps to get on the LIE. You know, it's like an on-ramp thing. And you, and you still and do I, that I think, now? Yeah, I still do it. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah Especially think- because two years ago I had the transient global amnesia episode. Right, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I told you about that. Yes, you yeah. did. Yep. That was, uh, I, I stopped taking my beta blocker, which I didn't realize was an anxiety drug. I thought it was just a heart thing right and i got off it eight days in good thing i had richie Byrne with me and uh we showed up to a gonzo gig in new jersey and mike marino was hanging out with us and he emceed and closed it right but i you know ladies and gentlemen joey cola and i forgot my whole act and that's that's after doing it 39 uh well at that point it was 38 years right doing it this year's 40 years wow and i've been doing it and i i haven't in the 40 years i've been doing it the longest i haven't been on stage is two weeks Right. Wow. And that, that was up to, up to that point was my honeymoon, and right. then and then uh, when I got the Bell's palsy two years ago, and then I hadn't been on stage for three weeks or almost a month, and then um, you know, and then now this thing. Yeah. Uh, today is day fourteen. Day fourteen for me. So now it's two weeks. But the transient global amnesia thing was a chemical thing that happened. Right. Right. 
I, well, you know? yeah, well, apart from that, I, I, I was just surprised to hear that you still have to run a few sentences through your head. So I figured it, always, I just figured it's so always, just automatic for you to get, just get out there and start, you know, I'm surprised. Well, I could go into automatic pilot if I want, but then, um, you know, and there's times when I was so tired from doing tons of shows and just trying to bring money back to the house when the kids are littler, um, to, um, that I just did that, you know, just to, just to bang out as many shows as I could. But yeah. I realized that I wasn't having that much fun. And then you, yeah. then you reevaluate, you sit down with yourself and you evaluate, am I, am I having fun here? And if I'm not, how I turn this around to get to where I want to be in the moment again. And that's how Joanna Bexson from, uh, I took acting classes with Joanna Bexson. She kept me in the moment by doing the, uh, the teaching me the Meisner uh, technique sure. and how to be in the moment and really yep. live and, you know, you're taking your emotions that you've had in your life. Like if you got to bring if you got to bring a tear and you got to cry in a scene when you're acting, you 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 got to cry, but use the uh, the writer's words. Using you got to say these words that are on the page, but you got to bring your emotion from your past to that level. And Jane Dixon taught me how to do that and bring it to my stand-up, right. which whether it's anger, sadness, or you know, laughing along with. Uh, you know, and then lay my words, which are jokes, on top of that. It's a multi-layered mm. thing. So, I mean, it's uh, we can get into this, this uh, the psychology of what I go through on stage when I get to where I got to get to. But um, it's a system that's been developed, and I think everybody has that system. Every comic, you know, that we know has their own system to get where they got to get to to make that room come together and uh, laugh at what you're saying. You know? Yeah. Sure. Wow. I, see, I can talk about this stuff for hours. I love hearing all this stuff. This is great. I love this. Well, I got to. Uh, I'm going to jump in a shower now because uh, it's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I, I hope uh, this isn't the first one after Saturday because yeah, I felt bad. You were you were sweating when you were done. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I might. Uh, my. Uh, I just got off the phone with the executive producer of uh, Rachel Ray and he was like everybody from the show was watching and we, we, we put it up on the thing and oh, that's cool. when are you doing another one I said well I want to do I don't want to do too many right I want to give uh, I don't want to be like every Saturday night Joey Cola doing that because A I'll, I'll eat through a lot of material right and yeah, B yeah um, I was thinking that too it's just, uh, it gets boring it gets boring too much like I there's some people that uh, post a lot on Facebook and Instagram and stuff and I, it's getting to the point where I just I scroll by them, or I, I'm like, all right, I, I know what, where they're going, or whatever. I, I know a lot of people feel like that about me, uh, you know, about now. So I don't want to be that person with, with especially with stand up, because when this is all over, I also want to, I want to bring, uh, you know, bring it to the clubs again and of do course, what I do in the right. clubs. Yeah, but, you don't right. want to like say uh, it all online, and then you're, you yeah, know, you go to the yeah. clubs, but and given, that's your act. Given that, Given that, there's a good chance I'm going to do at least one or two more. I'll probably do it on YouTube next time because I'm I'm learning. Right. Because uh, we couldn't we we tried to do my fan page and Facebook and Instagram and we don't know where it went to at this point. But um, and I'm up to I know I'm up to 7,500 views if you combine the Instagram, the fan page, and the regular page. But I I got a YouTube channel. I think I'm just going to put it on YouTube and tell everybody I want to be over there because that's what Gaffigan's doing. Oh, okay. Um, he's got a few followers, that guy. Yeah, just this a new few. Kid, uh, Jim Gaffigan, have you heard of him? Oh, I you haven't? So. Wow, yeah. he's going to be big. What do you see? <laughs> now that he's a couple on kids YouTube. I'm working with now that I used to work, I'm, tra- I'm trying to teach him how to do stand up. Uh, Joe Rogan, this new kid, Joe Rogan, uh, young kid named Chris Rock, and uh, mm-hmm. this kid, Gaffigan. 
um, keep an eye on them. They're going to be somebody to watch. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I well I still say I still say just grab one item. You talk for you know five ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. I think five ten that's minutes. A, that's the thing. I, I think it's a great idea. And you're not giving away jokes or your act. But you're a great storyteller. People love listening to talk, listen to you talking, and and then you're just funny in your own right, telling a story. So yeah. I, I think right. that could be fun. I do, I and like yeah, it doesn't even I'll have do to that. be comic stuff. It could be like like seriously. I mean, as sad as it is, hearing about you know your family member who is sick now, yeah. like, like just things like that, and be like, you know, here's the picture of them. This is the last time I remember them. Like I think people really they adore you, so they'll love stuff like I mean, that. I, I already want. Thank you. you. You said Yogi Berra already. I'm sitting there thinking, man, I can't wait to hear about. You meeting Yogi Berra. I mean, because that's that's where a lot of us, a lot of us wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we we want to hear these stories. Yeah, I, save yeah, your I stand got, up. Believe me, I got I got a lot of good stories. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. Last time I saw Ray Romano, he was uh, I saw him. He was doing a guest spot on Kevin's show, the other show, two years ago. Right. And he goes, man, you should write a book, man. <laughs> Telling you, you've seen a lot. <laughs> Well, there you go. And what? And again, during this time, especially, they'll, they'll be reading your video book. They'll be reading. They'll be watching the videos of your stories, yeah, and it's a I perfect time for it. I per- personally believe. Well, I'm still learning. You know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a live guy. Whether it's warming up TV audiences or clubs, I'm I'm not too much of a video guy. I'm still learning how to navigate. Right. How do you? I mean, you know, that's why yeah. that's why you and I had to work together. I mean, if anybody knows, it's you about how. Uh, you know, uneducated I am around about this stuff. But you know what? I'm learning a little bit as we go, and that might be a good idea. To, but it would be cool if I'm going to do it. I'm going to want. I'm not just going to sit on a couch on my back porch and put the camera, my big face, you know, on right. the camera and just talk. Right. Like right. a lot of people are doing. They're just putting their. All you see is their face. Right. And they're, they're talking. I'm not doing that. I want, I want to bring a show. So I'll even do it. If we do what you just said, Sally, I'll do it from that format. I'll set up the lights and the mic and everything, and I'll do it from a stand-up format. But I'll do it. Maybe we'll do a, uh, some kind of Q and A. I'll do five or ten minutes on whatever bits people text me. Like they go, like if they, if people text me or private message me and they go, "Hey, can you talk about do the cat bit or do this bit?" But if they also, can you talk about and you know, I don't, I don't want to be political. No politics. Right, no coronavirus. Right. Yeah, I don't want to talk about those things because it's yeah, too much. So no politics, no virus, no sickness. It's got to be positive, upbeat, and it's got to be something that I could relate to personally in my life. Right. Uh, the cat noise or cleaning up dog poop or whatever whatever that is. But I can also talk about, you know, I mean, I got a wealth of material because I've been doing it a long time. And I could also, um, like you just said, Tony, I could just riff on whatever anybody wants to talk about. Right. right. And hopefully make it funny. But I, I you know. Well, yeah, yeah. you just I naturally like funny as it, it is. Funny. I don't like to just have a conversation all the time, you know. Right. But again, that's, you're, you're just, but you're naturally funny. So again, so to hear a story you hold up an autograph or a picture of you and Yogi Berra. You tell a five-minute story of what it was like to meet him and what you guys talked about. No doubt, it's going to be entertaining and funny because that's just that's just yeah. who you are. You know, this isn't and heartwarming. The, uh, like, don't like discount the the heartwarming. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's him, not just you know? his act. He's just right. a, yeah. he's just a, it's just he's right. just who he is. He's he. You enjoy yeah, his you. company just hearing him talk. So just be you is I, I really think that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. I would, but that's I would where watch I'm that. going, Sally. Like what you're saying, I want to be. I want to do funny heartwarming. Yeah, right. yeah. You know? th- I think that would be great. And you you do that whether you're trying to do that or not. That's just what you put out. 
and interesting. Thanks, yeah, like, my, you have interesting topics. Right. Like, maybe I just my like friend, everything uh, you like, but <laughs> so that could be. But I just find yeah, but I could talk it, about, interesting I mean, you topics. you guys know me with the birds and the butterflies. Yeah, nature. like, I could talk about grasshoppers with you for an hour. So, like, maybe that's yeah. just me. But <laughs> I find good. it interesting. <laughs> Do heartwarming and interesting. You'll be fine. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Cool. Well, listen, great talking to you guys. Yeah, you too, man. So Thank you as always. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how far this goes. I'll try to give you a call every few days. All right. Sounds oh, good to me. Awesome. Thanks Enjoy your show. Be well. Be safe. Keep in touch. I'll see you later. All right, pal. Bye bye. Take care. Brush your hair. <laughs> 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 see all right. Ya. See you later. Thanks, Joey. <laughs> Joey Cola, ladies and gentlemen. Joey Cola. That was great. I didn't know he was going to call. Did you? I did not know. He he commented asking if he could. Oh yeah, but he so, just yeah, said y'all yeah, I... call every couple of days. So I thought oh, like maybe now, yeah. you guys like set something up. Oh so that no, was, no no that was totally cool. Yeah, and we are going <laughs> to wrap up, but we just wanted to answer some questions like uh, Bonnie Scalazzi, because uh, we did tell all the hosts last night that the studio is closed. So she's like. You know, hey, I just canceled my guest. And, yeah, Bonnie, it is closed. Um, what If you came late to the show or if anyone came late to the show, uh, yesterday afternoon um, we were reading a lot of the comics, comics, comments of um, people writing in saying, hey, you're not six feet apart. This isn't safe. We want you guys to be well. There's too many people in the studio. And we're like, you know, we need to take this as seriously as everyone else's you know, taking it and, and, you know, everyone's life has changed and our lives have to change too. So we really, you know, thought hard about it and we, you know, we contacted, you know, the people who are governors and we all kind of agreed that, yeah, let's <clears throat> close down the studio. All the shows are canceled. And then what happened was this morning, I actually left something in the studio that I was going to like come and scoop up. And Tony was like, I'm going to go live at 11. Maybe I'll go live from my car. And I'm like, well, we're the only ones who are really ever in here every single day. And I'm like, why don't we just do it from the studio? Why don't we just like come in for like, you know, not two hours because we're not going to, you know, we're not going to be able to have guests. We're not going to, you know, it's it would be a lot of work to do two hours with just the two of us. But just an hour a day, you know, maybe not tomorrow, but um, like an hour a day to come in and see how everyone is. And we asked, you know, how would it work? Like, if, if we're the only ones in here and the studio is clean, we're not getting germs, we're not giving germs, we're not doing anything that we're not doing in our car. So um, we figured if it was just us and, we, you know, we had some kind of contact, and even if other shows want to call in during this hour and, and, you know, talk, we can't have any people in here besides us, but that's kind of what the thought was two hours before we got here, you know, but we're still open to thoughts. But, yeah, so shows are canceled other than us although they'll be doing it from the shows aren't canceled the, the, if you want to do the show from your own location right yeah if you want to like do your show from your own location that would be perfect and great and uh, but it won't be inside the studio <clears throat> uh if you'd like to yeah we're going to wrap this up in a minute but going moving forward if you'd like to okay sorry <laughs> sally's in charge <laughs> uh, if you'd like to moving forward yeah we're sticking to our same schedule so we're not on tomorrow Danielle did say that her and Eric are doing it I um, I, I, I don't are you guys getting together or are you doing some kind of split screen thing uh, th what is it zoom zoom uh, but when we're when we're back Thursday Friday you know if you if uh, we can always FaceTime you in and put you on the screen or you can just call in um, and again that's going to be basically just 
what we're going to do without guests. It's it my, you know, it's admittedly just hard to do a show um, without guests. So we're going to be heavily relying on the phone calls and comments. And I know I haven't read a lot today, but we had the call with Joey. Uh, but we'll do the best we can, reading comments, taking calls, talking to you guys. Um, I did have some. Um, What's the, I did have some Tuesday trivia, but we can do that on Thursday. Yeah, that's right. We could do that on Thursday. <laughs> Since I'm in charge. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, and and even if we don't get to it Thursday, we'll get to it when we can, because again, we're you know depends on what's happening, depends on who calls, depends on who we're talking to, depends on what's going on. It's every day, everything you know, things are changing every day with this whole situation. So we'll do the best we can. Um, so. Uh, yeah, and, and hopefully most of the other shows will be doing their shows somehow. We we did send them some information on some pl- some various ways they could do it. Uh, they might want to just do it simply by holding their phone out. Um, it, it's better than nothing. Unfortunately, we you know nobody else can come in here. Unfortunately, um, but uh, hopefully they can still do their shows somehow because we'd love to see them. Um, and again, and just like I know for us, and I'm assuming for the hosts. All the hosts, you know, it's therapeutic for us to still do it, Get, getting out of the house, still having our some kind of normal routine and just doing our thing. So, um, all right. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, thank you. To, oh, thank you, Joe Staz. Uh, tomorrow you have to talk about hockey, says Matt. Well, Eric is on tomorrow. Uh, I, we're assuming Eric and Danielle, I believe, are on tomorrow. Um, so what's today? Today is Tuesday. Anthony, uh, Anthony is not going to be here tonight. I don't know if he's doing anything on his own. Yeah, we're tonight. not going to know really until you know people tell us what they're doing from their house. But <clears throat> we'll try to keep everyone. Um, oh, oh, Daniel says she'll message me later to let you know what we're doing. Please, that uh, yeah, I appreciate that. That way we can spread the word to let everybody know what's what's happening. If, the, if even if there's some kind of last minute thing like Emily did on Sunday night, uh, or last minute cancellation, you know, that way we can keep in touch with everybody and let them know what's happening. Would love to. Uh, yeah, do do what we can here, and we're and we're even posting on Gov's Radio's Facebook page. We've been posting other things, um, you know, like like Joey's stand up back the other night. We posted, we shared that. We shared Chris Savini doing some DJing. We've been sharing musical acts, other comedians uh, telling a joke or whatever they're doing. So, um, you know, if you want to do that too, if you want to email us, you know, you telling a joke or singing a song or something, we'll gladly play it during during the show. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, but even, even when we're live, you want to call and do the same thing. Um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna head out of here. Um, Sally and I will see you Thursday. Thursday. Um, yeah, I, so I don't know. So I don't know if Anthony's doing anything tonight. Our apologies to uh, Jeff Bosey, Rich Rada, who were supposed to premiere their show tonight. Jeff, I I, I don't know if you and Rich are still planning on doing something. So. Uh, so, again, we'll give you updates as best we can when we know. Uh, we appreciate your patience during this crazy time. Um, all right. See you tomorrow. Okay, uh, thank see you. you. See you Thursday. Everybody take care.